0: Okay. I am so refreshed because I feel like um I feel like in some ways I'm kind of one of those like I'm not like a gloom and doom kind of person, but I'm I'm pretty I hope to think that I'm kind of honest and real about what's what I'm actually thinking and feeling. And a lot of the honest and real tends to be in the realm of like, oh Well, this is what I'm feeling about what I'm feeling, right? And so sometimes it means that I'm just going off the rails because I'm just feeling those things. And then other times it's like, oh, I'm just so happy and grateful, right? And so right now I'm just in that phase of feeling very deep gratitude because I'm kind of reflecting on this um, quote from Julie B. Beck that it was on the General Conference website on the YouTube channel um, from 2015. And I was there because I was sharing with my friends. We were writing letters back and forth. I love being pen pal friends with so many individuals, especially people that have a testimony of the restored gospel of Jesus Christ because then it helps me feel the freedom to have to like build that voice um, that I have inside of me to want to share about the things that are the most meaningful to me in my heart and mind. Anyways, so I just feel so grateful because... I was given this talk from one of my friends who I really look up to because there's something about her that's so amazingly stalwart and amazingly organized and intentional about fun and wholesome recreational activities, and but also in her faith, right? Like she'll do an Easter egg hunt at her house and then she'll very specifically have a moment where she gathers everyone and she has a she organizes a teaching moment where she talks about the tomb and how the egg is empty in one of the eggs and and it was just so meaningful like it just helped me feel like I was a little girl again at like a birthday party of one of my Christian friends because the Christians always had the best birthday parties. Let's just be honest, they know how to do birthday parties. <laughs> um and It was always the christian moms because they were always like so good at teaching and so good at just being with all these kids like i always felt like i was at with my a kindergarten teacher or a grade one teacher whenever i went to like a friend's birthday who had a christian mom that just loved to be around children right like it was just so cool anyways so this is like one of my friends my friend one of my friends she's totally one of those moms right and so she sent me this talk to study And I'm just like eating up every bit. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then it brought back some memories that I had because one of the quotes from the talk that I really, really appreciated, she said, we still believe in having children. And I just thought like one side of me was like, well, yeah, right? But then the other side was like, oh yeah, there's a lot of people in the world that don't, right? That don't have that testimony at all, right? I used to be one of them, right? And- we got to see the at Studio C. Cool. I, I understand why you're telling me. Anyway, so then I was thinking, oh, yeah, that's so true. Like, it's such an important thing to think about. Like, we still believe in having children, right? Like, that is kind of a radical thing these days, right? Because, yeah, like, growing up, it was kind of a thing where you just had a general sense and feeling that you almost felt like... There's a lot of children being born and it's kind of a mistake or you know those kinds of feelings um but then like becoming coming into this like deciding to have children realm having children realm yes there's all of the the sorrow moments right because that's honest it's 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 like that what someone said one time like you cannot understand joy unless you understand j- sorrow right like so of course there's going to be the moments of sorrow because heavenly father wants us to understand joy as perfectly as possible, because that of course he would want us to understand the gifts that he wants to give us that are joyful and not miss them right and so I really love that because it brought back memories of I can say quite honestly, every single best friend type of person that i've ever had had a very um, focused mother, she may not have been Christian, she may not have had those very specific devout desires or focuses, but she at least had some influence in her life to make good choices for their family um, to the point where that child was able to be a best friend kind of a person because of their mother, right? Because their mother knew something, right? Like she knew something about whatever it was that she was able to do her best in, right? Like, and I just kind of have that sense of like gratitude. I can think of specific people in my life that were so influential to me, not like, because they were just kind, right? Like they were just good people that were willing to give a smile, that were willing to just like be a person for me at different moments to talk with me or to just have compassion, to, to be kind, to encourage me, to do those kinds of things, right? And I just feel so, like, I have so much gratitude. I just want to send, like, a bouquet of flowers to every single one of my friend's moms, right, that I've ever known, right? Because I feel so grateful that those moms chose to raise those friends that were so influential for me to be able to choose to make good choices when it was my turn to make good choices, right? Like, there was that one friend that she just blew my mind one day. She, she had such a strong testimony of the gospel. And I was still in a stage where I really didn't totally understand the agency thing. It was kind of still on the edge of like, oh, well, we have agency. So we can totally choose wrong anything, time we want to. And it's totally fine. Heavenly Father's totally fine with us choosing wrong any time, right? Like he really doesn't care. You know, that's kind of what I thought agency was all about. I was like, well, that's kind of nice that you can have a... a you know, a parent that really doesn't care. So you can just do whatever you want to, right? But then she was so clear. She's like, no, our agency isn't so we can choose wrong. We have agency so we can choose right, right? Like it's not so we can choose wrong. It's actually so we can choose right. Like, yes, it's agency to, to share it with everyone that, yeah, like we can, we can do whatever we want. That's one perspective that maybe some people might have, But like for those of us that are clear about what is the actual plan of happiness, we can see clearly what agency actually is about. It's so that we can choose the iron rod and not be forced to choose the iron rod, but that we can choose it and that we can feel empowered to be making a good choice in our life and to to be smart enough to think about it and to make the, the thought process and the heart process to make a good choice because we have agency to make a good choice with and and so anyways it was just so like over the moon i was like this is what happens when you're like the oldest girl of 13 siblings right (laughs) like and that like you can just have such a strong testimony of like what is really true like and she was the same friend that in her scriptures she would have this little tiny poem that was the sweetest thing that i had ever seen right it was like something like You know there's natural resources all over the earth there's gold and there's silver and there's like gems and all of this kind of stuff right but what are heavenly father's natural resources right and then it said something like children right children are heavenly father's natural resources and and it was just this like blow my mind experience of like oh my goodness like heavenly father treasures each of us as his individual children individual children Like we are more precious to him than all the gold in the world, all of the rubies, all of the natural resources that you can find in the mountains, anything, right? we are his most important natural resource right like and then i was just like yeah that makes so much sense and and it just like it made me so happy for this girl i was like i don't know what kind of mother you're gonna be but you sure are already all the things that a mother could ever need to be right because of who you are and like your stalwart like vision on like On what this world and our existence is all about right like I could just totally just spend time with her and be with a person that knew her purpose so clearly all the time and I was just so impressed with her because I did go to public school with her right and she was always that person that would always be doing different things than everybody else right like she was able to stay so protected from all of the toxicity of that environment. And I was always just blown away with how she didn't pick up on all of the worldliness that was there, but she just kept so straight and strong to the things that were true to her and where she was going. And it was just so fun to notice how like she would blossom all the time. Like I would see her at school and then I would see her at like church events and things. And just like, just to see how much more she would be alive at these church events, right? She was a certain kind of person at school, right? That like she'd have this certain image of like, you know, just, just simple, right? Simple and modest, right? And then at these church events, she would just come alive, right? She was just so alive and it was just so interesting. And anyways, so I guess I just came into this podcast today because I was like, um, there's got to be something said about this. This is actually a beautiful thing, like an absolutely beautiful thing. And I guess I have to say that because so often on my podcast, not often, often, but a lot, a lot of the time I talk a lot about the sorrow because I really believe in, in being honest about the whole experience. I don't think that it me- makes any sense to only talk about the good all of the time. I feel like there's such an important balance that needs to be had so that I can remember to appreciate the joys for when they're joys. Because if I just talk about joys, it all just becomes bland, right? Like if we always had chocolate cake, breakfast, lunch, and dinner all day long, you kind of feel like, oh, like why are we having chocolate cake again, right? Like, it would make no sense, but that's the whole point. It's like joys are like the dessert. It's like you spend your whole day eating kind of the bland-ish stuff, and it's not really great, you know, it's just whatever. But then you get to the point when you get a dessert so often, like every so often or whatever, and you're just like, oh, this is special, right? Like, it's the same thing. Like, I remember when we were studying um, church history, doctrine and covenants a couple years ago, or maybe last year anyways. And it was all about like, you know, sometimes people have this idea that every day needs to be bliss and every moment needs to be bliss. But then they were talking about like, I don't know, going on this ship. I think they had like spread the gospel in England and then they were on this ship or maybe they're traveling across the river. I don't know. I just remember this image of people on this ship. And basically the, the idea came to them of like, you know what though? It's not supposed to be bliss all the time, and it, and that's not the symbol of when you know something's going right and you're on the right path. What's actually true is that every moment is not going to be bliss all the time, but that's okay. You know, like we're going through the moments of enduring to the end and striving, and that's going to look however it looks. But the thing is, you know, when you're on a good path, when you can see the fruits of where that path is leading you. Or the fruits that you might notice are showing up already as clues and hints that, yeah, this is a good place. This is a good path to be. You know, I'm getting those mini confirmations in my heart, in my mind, in in what I notice around me of, like, the blessings that are coming um, as I'm on this path as opposed to if I was doing something completely opposite to this. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm coming with this is, like absolute gratitude for the mothers who knew it who raised the friends that were around me and can and have raised a lot of the friends that are still around me today right and that that yes I may talk a lot about the sorrows a lot but I'm also a mother who knows right like there's a reason why I switched from oh I don't believe in having children or having a husband or whatever right to oh wait wait a minute what if it could be a good situation right like and then i have to go into my little tangent right about the book of mormon because seriously there's this one part there i think it's in moroni where it's basically saying something like or maybe it's another, another part maybe mosiah but basically it's that part that's like hey um don't have kings right the only time you should ever have a king that could be all right is if you could be absolutely sure that the king is righteous right and then that but other than that just don't have kings right because most, a lot of the time, kings just like, they corrupt and they, you know, they use their power wrong and whatever, and it'll just, it'll go wrong, right? And make sure you can have some kind of a democracy, because for the majority of the time, people that, like, if you have a democracy, it'll, just so you know, the majority of people really do want good. So if you can have a democracy set up, it's just going to set yourself up for the best opportunity for success because the majority of people who are good who like hopefully they will be the ones voting and they will be able to vote for what actually needs to happen right and so I kind of apply that to this whole mothering situation because I was kind of super cynical at some point in my life you know between the ages of like nine to like you know whatever age it was before I really got into the mentality of like but what if What if this family thing could be actually be a good thing? What if this mothering thing could be a good thing or this fathering thing or this parenting thing or this child, children growing up in a home could be a good thing, right? Like, like, what if there are actually people in this world who are actually being raised in good homes, right? And so it just got my whole gears switching. And then it's kind of like that quote from the Book of Mormon where it's like, don't have kings unless if you can be sure that they can be good, right? And that's kind of where my testimony has come into. It's like, yes, I didn't believe that it was a good idea to have parents leading children in a home, all of that situation. I just didn't think that it was necessary or important or Any of that and I didn't believe in the the family unit as the basic structure of, of humanity and like society but then it became pretty clear to me that Heavenly Father knows that this is a hard thing to do and when people are left alone to do it yes they're not gonna do a good job of it and they're just gonna they're just gonna go through the steps and the dance moves without hearing the music and yes when people do that Absolutely, it looks awkward and it's bad. And you're just like, you just wanna boo them off the stage because you're just like, no, stop. like You cannot hear the music, so just stop, right? Like, But when a person can take the time to try to hear the music, to try to do the dance steps, to have that sincerity in their heart, to have a soft heart, to have the humility, to have God on their side, they can do anything. And yes, there are beautiful homes, Yes, there are beautiful children there that are being raised. Yes, there are beautiful parents that love each other and mothers who know it and fathers who know it. And they're doing a smack, smack dab amazing job, like a better job than many kings and leaders of the world have ever done to raise their nations, right, that crumbled, right? And those are the kind of people that are raising good children in good homes today. So, I totally believe it. We still believe in bearing children because of those opportunities that are still ripe and ready to be had in the same way that we still believe in holding on to the iron rod, right? Like Yes, there's a great and spacious building. Yes, there's darkness, but that doesn't change the fact that Heavenly Father already won the fight. Jesus Christ did. And we're still on his side and we still chose him and we still choose him today. So that's like exactly what I'm thinking about.